0: Hey, hello friends and welcome to this message which is specially handpicked to minister to you and to bless you. I am Pastor Lincoln Seranga, Senior Pastor here at Liberty Christian Fellowship in London. My passion is the pursuit of 100% answered prayer. If that sounds like a good subject to you, why don't you follow me at LincolnSeranga.com and also find me on Facebook, Twitter instagram and other social media where you will be able to find other messages as well as find access to short courses coaching opportunities and more god bless you as you listen to this message jesus prayed all night woke up in the morning chose 12 that they may become apostles there was a goal that he may send them out, that they may spend time with him, and that he may send them out for specific assignments. So this is all important for us to understand why we're going to have the most explosive, most exciting year in living memory here at LCF. But you see, to summarize all goals, what is the goal for LCF discipleship? Let me tell you what it is. It's Yeshua. Yeshua. Jesus is the goal. Jesus. And today I want to sell you Jesus. I want to sell him to you. I want to persuade you concerning him. I want to persuade you that he must become our sole focus over the next 12 months and beyond, of course. But I want to, to specify clearly what's going on. Because again, my own understanding of this has been growing over several um, years. So I'm speaking under the subject Jesus the meaning of reality. Jesus the meaning of reality. I could have also called it Jesus the center of reality. Both powerful subjects. The center of reality. Let me tell you friends, Jesus actually is the answer. Jesus actually is the answer the problem is after we've come to him having been sold to us as the answer and then we find we are not finding the answers we begin to look for someone else like john the baptist said are you the one or do we have to go back looking because our experience seems to suggest you are not the answer And so we as believers need to take the mask off. Most of us believe that you need Jesus and a nine-to-five job and a husband and a good income and children (laughs) and a good car. In our heads, Jesus is one of a list. But I came to sell you, Jesus is the list. He is the list. All things are in him. The husband, the home, the breakthrough job, the deliverance, the healing. Everything is in him. When we find him, we have found all things. So, that's my intro. (laughs) Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16 to 17. For by him all everybody say all all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth visible invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities continue things were created through him and for him. Full stop. Full stop. Let's do it again. Go back to 16. For by him all, somebody say help me, all things were created that are where? In heaven and on earth whether visible or invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities Hmm? continue next verse all things were created through him things were created through him and for him uh, uh, so, so there are a few points here I want to go through. Let me tell you, there is nothing outside of Jesus. Everything is in him. Selah. Selah. Some people think you can edit Jesus out of life. You cannot edit him. Even the hand you use to edit him is in him. <laughs> Nothing exists outside of him. All things were made in him. Now, this is theologically challenging and philosophically flabbergasting. (laughs) I'm trying to sound very eloquent so that I can bamboozle you with the elegance of Jesus. I, have, I am continuing to discover him. He is like a never ending onion. Have you ever tried to, to see the layers of an onion? I imagine that every one you peel creates another one underneath it. And the process never ends. So, allow me to make seven points. And God give me speed. Number one all things were created by him. All. All things. All things were created by Christ. We see that in Colossians 1, verse 16. All things. Think about it. Not just on earth, even in heaven. All things were created by him. There is nothing in existence that did not proceed out of him. Nothing in existence. Wood, metal, plastic, stone, everything. Everything your eye can see here traces its origin back to Christ. Please allow these things to percolate into your being. Allow them to seek into your... Because we, we say uh, in, in him we live uh, and we pass truths that are life-transforming All things were made in him. Nothing exists that does not trace its being back to Christ. Can I I dare say? Snakes. Cockroaches. Worms. Bacteria. Viruses. Spiders, somebody said. Viruses. The devil cannot even create a virus. Even coronavirus. It may have evolved, but the substance of its evolution came out of the mouth of God. Nothing exists except what was created by God. So please forget the thought that the devil made coronavirus. He cannot create. He can evolve stuff and tamper with stuff. And man can tamper with stuff. But the substance we work with came from God. And he keeps the copyright. He can recall anything in an instant. He can call anything at an instant and say, that you, you are gone. And, boom, it will vanish. So don't think god is in heaven scratching his head about coronavirus he's not bamboozled or confused concerning that little thing but i don't want to go, i don't want to get too distracted <laughs> but i want you to know nothing exists except by him ah yeah, yeah i left out a verse i left out a verse which i should have given because not only did he create all things the bible says he sustains all things oh, somebody help me find that because that that will, that will be a good addition to our Bible study today. Not only, so God did not just say, let there be, and he walked away. No, he stays to sustain. So this is so important for us to understand the magnificence of Jesus and him as being the hand of God and the word of God in that sense in creation. Bible says it sustains Hebrews 1, 3. Can you find that for me, Marvin, if you can? Hebrews 1, 3. Actually, we were going to end up there anyway, I think somewhere, somehow. Yeah, we were going to end up there. But let's go there quickly if you can add that to our type. So, God sustains creation. (laughs) Do you understand what we're talking about? Matter cannot self-sustain. Did you hear that? Matter has no capacity to sustain itself. Here it says, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. <laughs> Can you even talk about Jesus and finish? Now we are going somewhere else. He is the brightness of the glory of God. When you see God shining, the brightness is Jesus. Once you can perceive anything, it has been processed by Christ. Because you see, God essentially cannot be grasped or understood or fellowshiped with or approached. The moment you make any sense of God is because Christ was the filter. So, to see the glory of God, you need a Jesus filter. So, the brightness of the Father's glory is Christ. Hmm, Don't even go there. And the express image of his person and upholding how many things? All things by the word of his power. So this lectern minus Jesus disappears. The clothes you are wearing subtract the Jesus element and you are naked. That hair, which we invest so much attention and capital, (laughs) subtract Jesus and it vanishes. And the facts are released, are revealed. Hmm? Friends, we need to pause and understand. Nothing exists outside of him. Even the devil, (laughs) even the devil, minus Jesus, disappears. So you need to understand that God is stepping back and allowing stuff to continue. Because he has preeminence over all things. And it's the pursuit and the partnership with that preeminence. That's what discipleship is about. We're trying to connect with the Jesus content of life. That's what we are pursuing. So, let me go back to the point. All things were created by him. That was point number one. Number two, all things were created in him. Did you see that in Colossians 1? Things were not created by him, they were created in him. And that is a seller. You need to stop. Now when I say that um, I did that in my bedroom, what, what happens to your head? You place me inside the bedroom. So the bedroom is around me. Now if the Bible says all things were created in Christ, that means everything is in him. Not only did he create it, he did not create anything outside of him. I don't know whether you're ready for me today. Everything, reality, as we know him, it is in Christ. Now, these are deep mysteries of the, of the faith. Uh, and uh, some Bible translators panic. Uh, Colossians, uh, Marvin can show Colossians again. Colossians 1.16-17. I think, specific for, by him, all things were created. Now, do you are you able to swap versions? Um, there's a version, particularly, which clearly says, "For in him, all things were created." Any version? Anybody able to look at your versions and see? The, they amplified. Do we have amp? I don't think we have amp. Again and again, you find in Scripture, reality is in Christ. Even the drunk who who staggers home, who has defecated on himself and urinated on himself, he is in Christ. That one says, through him. And that, that was another point to make in his own right. But you see, there is nothing outside of Christ. Now, I'm not saying everyone is saved. No, 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 no. we're not talking about experiential Christ. We're talking about existential Christ. I, I don't know whether that's a, a good word. It may be, have a philosophical implications when I say existentially. But what I'm saying, being cannot happen outside of Christ. You cannot be except in him. Because just like you say, ice is in the fridge. How many know when you take ice out of the fridge, it ceases to exist. It will melt. When you take matter outside of Christ, it disappears. Because the environment in which substance can exist is in God in Christ. All things were created in God. He is the temperature at in God. He is which we manifest. And when that temperature drops, we disappear. Substance cannot exist except in God. Come on, somebody. Are you with me? I'm not just talking God, though. We're talking Christ. Because, you see, God is a very large concept. some aspects of God we will never even know. Even in eternity, there are parts of God that will remain a mystery because he is infinite. Once we can experience it, it is in Christ. Oh, Jesus, help me to preach to God's people. So, all things were made by him, all things were made in him. That's why the Bible says, in him Somebody is going to help me. In him we live and move and have our being. In him we live and move and have our being. Man has no being outside of God. So everything you, uh, you encounter, you need to remember that it is in God. And that's why you have authority over it if you have authority and are learning. To function in you know, authority really nothing exists outside of god so all things were made by him now john one verse one to four adds more butter to this bread as if we were done john one and one in the beginning was and the word was and the word was who is the word Jesus. Let's continue about him. Number two. He was in the beginning with God. Mm -hmm. Next verse. All things were made this time not by but through. So, he makes all things and then all things are made through him. And then they are made in him. (laughs) And without him nothing was made that was made. Nothing is makeable outside of Christ. I want you to understand. Because you see, it's so easy to locate him in the Gospels and in Matthew. And oh, little baby, in the crib, he changes his nappy. And you forget the identity of the one you are tampering with. Because the cradle he's lying in is being sustained by him. The food he eats was created by him and is sustained by him. So here we are. God created all things. Jesus created all things. They were made in him. They were made through him. They were made for him. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah? One Col- one Colossians. We are still in Colossians. By the way, it's all in there. One Coloss- uh, still Colossians one sixteen. Let's go back to Colossians one sixteen. It says, "For by him all things were created that are in heaven and on earth, visible and visible. Uh huh. Next one, seventeen. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Next one. I don't know if this is the next one. Oh, I I stopped only on 17 there. But he said, the Bible says all things were made for him. For him. Nothing was made for anybody. Tell your neighbor for me. Nothing on, on earth was created for you. Was created for David. Nothing on earth was created for Sarah. Nothing on earth was created for Stella. Nothing on earth was created for Lucy. Nothing on earth was created for Grace. Nothing on earth was created for Tony. Nothing on earth was created for Pastor Derek or Pastor Bernard. You have nothing. You you own nothing on earth. God did not create anything for you. He created all things for Christ. Hello. He created all things. All things were created by him. They were created in him. They were created through him. And they were created for him. That means the summary of all reality is Jesus. And that means every other thing is a lie. And you see, our world has lied to us. The world has lied that I belong to me. I'm my own man. I'm my own man. I do exactly what I please. Yes, and you understand before the owner of you. And give account for your 80 miserable years on earth. Because the actual owner will summon you to appear before him. Then you will find you had nothing, owned nothing. (laughs) This is where we must begin. This is where we must end. Do you know the greatest problem in my life? It's me. This. The greatest difficulty in a Christian's life is the Christian himself. Because we are meant to be the stewards of this mystery. Christ. The meaning of life. The meaning of reality. The center of reality. Now, Genesis 1, 26. Uh, did I finish that? No, no, no. Did I finish John 1? 1 to 4. We need to go to up to verse 4. John 1 from verse 1 to 4. Let's finish it so that I make sure I've not left anything. Now, look at this. No, no, no. Don't, not verse 4. Go back to 1. Um, John 1, 1. Let's start with one more. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was God. Let's continue. He was in the beginning with God. Mm-hmm. All things were made through him and without him nothing was made. Verse 4. In him was life. Huh. <laughs> Guys, what is life? What is life? So and so is alive. Why? Because they are their heart is beating and they are breathing therefore they are alive scientists have tried to create beating hearts when you add oxygen to a beating heart it still does not create bios this mystery called life cannot be created in a laboratory because it is a man called jesus now, when we say a man, we are, we are geographizing him and confining him to his earthly birth. But I'm talking about Christ. In him is life. So when you find a tree growing, it is Christ. When you find an, uh, a, a spider weaving a web, <laughs> it is the miracle that he is. That is making and giving the spark called bios, biological life, organic life, cannot be test-tubed. You can create a mechanism that looks clever, and robots are now being created, and they are doing tasks, but they are dead. Because life is a mystery, and it is called Christ. Christ. Now, I want, you to de- I want to lift you beyond the, the baby born in Nazareth. I want to take you back to where it all actually begins. That before he becomes a man and is manifested, he is a mystery of dynamics and outworkings. And the best way to call it is the word. The word. The word. And then we call him Christ. Christ because we're trying to humanize Christ the word Christ means anointed one you already humanized it that's why John takes us to the very beginning and he calls it the word of God but then the word of God has so many functions we saw that it's creative and now it is life Jesus said I am the way I am the truth I am the life confusing how can you be a concept how can a being be a concept I am the way Every time you are looking for direction, you are looking for Jesus. The truth, every time you are deceived and you are trying to find the truth, you are looking for Christ. Every time you are fighting against death, you are looking for Christ. It is a principle bigger than Nazareth and the womb of Mary, which is such a sad title when we call Mary the mother of God. You cannot mother God. You cannot conceive him and push him in a labor ward. These are human frail substances and statements trying to capture something bigger than we can contain. Can somebody shout, Jesus! Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank God that we can perceive him as a man. But when you follow, when you follow back to who he actually is, it is bigger than can, can be understood. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Hmm? I won't go further than that. Let me try and control myself here, because I don't want to miss the point. Genesis 1. Did I say Genesis 1.26? Genesis 1.26. Let's read that as well. Then God said, You see, every time God opens his mouth, guess what comes out? Christ. (laughs) Because it's the word of God. Whenever Whenever God begins to speak, there is something there about this order. I call it an order. Christ is an order. It is a way of life, it is a way of thinking, it is a value system, it is a dynamic, it is a miracle. It is a uh, it is a way. It's <laughs> not just a man. And no, no, no. before we manize him, we need to take it back. Christ is how God thinks. Christ is God's genetic code. Christ is God's buzz. Christ, the word Christ, must be found. Every believer, after being born again, must find Christ. And I speak to our shame. Most of us do not know Christ. He's in us. (laughs) But we don't know him. And we are going to find him out. Not just knowledge. It's not knowledge, you know. It's experience. Christ is experiential. What I'm talking about is something you experience. And step into. And walk in. And the pursuit of that is called discipleship. That's why we are breaking our backs. That's why we are asking you to change your diary. That's why we are asking you to change your budget. That's why we are going to ask you to log on twice a week, twice a month. To pursue this thing. And at the moment, I'm still chasing. <laughs> I'm still chasing God's people. Some of them I'm literally begging. <laughs> I say, please, will you join the decision? Can I sponsor you? I'm sponsoring you to find Christ. Because if you don't, you're going to die. (laughs) We're going to die in our bankruptcy, in our confusion, in our depressions, in our start and stops. We need to find this. And I'm going there. I'm going there. So, God said, let us make man in our image. Do you see the hour there? Our image and our likeness. You know what God's image and likeness is? Jesus. Yes, Jesus. So God did not make man without a vision of Christ. So when God was making Victor, he was saying, I'm going to make a Jesus replica. Hmm? Manifested. You understand. (laughs) Every one of us is meant to be an image and likeness of him. Walking the earth with your genetic code and your face and your nose and your eyes. You are supposed to manifest a Christ likeness in the earth. That is why you came out of your mother's womb. You did not get born to make money. You did not get born to get married. You did not get born to have children. You did not get born to buy a house. Those are things that escort you. (laughs) They are just things that escort us while we find this. Are you there, friends? So, hmm, Jesus, give me words. Let us make man in our image and likeness. What's the image and likeness of God? It is Christ. So when God was creating Adam, he had a Jesus inspiration. Now when I say Jesus, he had a Christ inspiration. Christ is better. He had a word. I'm trying to find where to fit him. Without you humanizing, he wanted this divine dynamic to be manifested on earth, dressed in a human body. That divine dynamic is called Christ. Jesus, are you there? Who is so confused at the moment? You're okay? Give me a wave if you are fine. So far, so good? No wave. I'm not getting a wave from this corner of the building. Okay. Now listen to this. I gave you Acts seventeen twenty eight. Let me give you Acts seventeen twenty eight. Acts seventeen twenty eight, and then I'll jump to somewhere else. I just needed to make to make this for Acts seventeen twenty eight. It says, "For in him we live." By the way, this statement is not quoted uh, for believers. This is not a, a. When you go to the book of Acts and read the context, he said, as your philosophers say. There's even a, the Jewish philosophers are speaking. And Jesus is saying, in him we live and move. So living is about bias, movement is literally your physical existence. And having a being, as in saying human being, dog being, all beings are in him. As your poets have said. Ephesians 2.10. Did I give you Ephesians 2.10? 2, Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship. Huh? Created where? Not in the air. Not in your mother's womb. <laughs> now, this verse has two Applications, it speaks of the new birth, the second birth. But you see, a second birth cannot happen before a first birth. For in him, for we are his workmanship, the human body, the human mind, human physiology. All this is God's design, orchestration, and uh, mastery of, of, uh, of artistic display. God workmanships us. Where? The lab in which man is created is called Christ Jesus. For what reason? For good works, which God prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. You see, yesterday we had guests. And you should have seen us running around because we hadn't hosted for some time, getting things ready. But you see, there's nothing you touch which was created randomly. And the creator said, let us see what happens. No, 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 no. Everyone first has a vision before they create. So I was putting things and Oh, thank God this is here. Oh, thank God this is here. And I'm asking my wife, where is that? She said, check here. And I'm checking. Oh, bless God. All things for a purpose. Because I'm thinking, the guests will come. They will need this. For them to access that, I need that. And then you find somebody created it for that good work in advance. Before the guests arrived. Why then do you think you are an accident? Everything is created for a purpose. And sometimes you feel like a jigsaw puzzle piece lost in a box somewhere. Fitting nothing, doing nothing. You are, things happen to you. you no, know, my friend, God is looking for that piece and he must click it where it belongs. You have a purpose, a place, and a square and a point you fit in. No one else can fit in. So, God created you in advance for a purpose. You are the very workmanship of God. Created where? In Christ Jesus. I'm just making the point, there is nothing outside of him. Shall we continue? We're getting somewhere. Colossians 1.17 says, all things consist of, he, he consists the consistency of all things. Now, Hebrews 1.2. I didn't give that to you, Marvin, so if you can find it. Hebrews two. Uh, we just read it a, mo- a moment ago. Can you find one? Can we add one to that, and so that we have a context? This is like uh, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, mm-hmm. has in these mm-hmm. li- to us by His Son, whom He has up- Pointed heir of all things. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not only did he create all things, not only were all things created in him and through him and for him, in the end, God again turns around and makes him the heir of all things. <laughs> and you say, I thought it was done already. <laughs> because let me tell you this, Although man was created by God for God, God gave him a free will to choose him back. You see, <laughs> our sons, Marvin, and they were created by us. Secondary creation, yeah? Small c. <laughs> they were created for us. No, not for us. By us is what i They were created for us. <laughs> Us. But you see, you can give birth to a child, and they say bye bye, <laughs> and they walk away from you. Why? Free will. Free will. When something created by you chooses you, you are lucky. For my son to come and sit there and help daddy. Hmm? I mean, Jerome now lives on his own. But he goes, can I drop in, guys? Can I drop in and hang out with you guys? So my God, my son is coming home. And it's beautiful when what was created for you chooses you. And so, we chose something else in the garden. Although we were made in him, for him, by him. in All the others, I've forgotten them. <laughs> there are too many. In him, through him, by him, for him. Then he said, you guys make a choice, because otherwise you'll be robots. And then we walked away. We walked outside of him, relationally. We walked outside of him relationally. We remain sustained. Aren't you glad God is not a bully parent? Who says, huh? Huh? You have not chosen me? Select all. Delete. He would have deleted us. (laughs) And some of us are trying to do that with our children. You've got to realize after you've birthed that child, you go to, to a prayer closet and hope they will choose you back. Thank God he didn't delete us. But now he had to recreate us. Where? Where did he recreate us? In Christ again. Because there's no other place. There's no other reality. So that verse comes back. Created again. Recreated. This is Ephesians 2.10. Created us again. Birthed us again. Again. In Christ Jesus rebirths us. Because Jesus is the answer. He is the source. No one else could save man. Not an angel. Not a prophet. It is him who had to save us. Because it is him who made us for him, in him, through him. Everything is him. So he had to be the deliverer. And thank God that he did. And we are now recreated in him. So now, Jesus had to become a man himself. And he had to go through the human process. And see, because man was given the stewardship of the earth by delegation, yeah? now Jesus had to inherit the earth again as a man. He owns it as God, but now that he is come as a man, he has to inherit it. So, Hebrews says, let's finish that verse, Hebrews 12, 1, 1 2. Uh, so, he says, it's the express image of his person. Oh, 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 oh. Huh? Where were we? Verse 2. Whom he has appointed heir of all things. So Christ has now inherited all things. So it's not enough that he made, all things were made for him. He has re-inherited what he owns. So guess what your inheritance is. Even your father's inheritance is not yours. Hello? <laughs> oh, I'm heir to an estate, which one? You're talking about human documents. The heir of all things is Christ. All things belong to him. All things belong to him, including my father's estate, including my mother's estate. They are only bearers of a temporary lease. So Christ has become heir of all things. And guess what he did in Romans 8.15? And I need to be wrapping this up. Romans 8.15, did I give that to you, Marv? Romans 8.15 to 17. Romans 8.15 to 17, we're getting there. Sorry, I think I left that one out, so if you can search it, it's a good one, it's an important one. So, according to Romans 8.15, tell me it doesn't even exist in the Bible. Huh? For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. Where are we going? <laughs> God is so clever how he lays things down. Because you think, born again. Born, born. You think it's about singing. Born, born, born again. God is up to something. Because now we have moved to ownership. We've gone into Inheritance. An inheritance is transferred by births. Therefore, marvel not that you must be born again. Not, not join your father's religion. You must be born again. Because only by birth can God set you up for what he's about to do next. So, you have received, spirit, received the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father. Next verse. The Spirit Himself bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. My Lord. So now, this thing called Christ, which made man and sustains the universe, became a child, a son. And then we are born and become children. And then we are linked together. And we become co-heirs with him. This is what the verse is saying. The spirit himself, bearing we are children of God. Next verse. And if children, then heirs. (laughs) Heirs of what? Of land in Bundibujo? No, your inheritance is God himself. Not a land whose borders we are going to dispute. Or a house where your aunties are going to try and kill you. You are an heir of God. Heirs of God. And joint heirs with Christ. (laughs) These things are so good. These truths are so beautiful. So, my friends, we are joint heirs with Christ. Not secondary. The word joint heir is equal. Equality. So, in joint heirness, let me tell you what happens. So, imagine I have ten houses... And I have one hundred acres of land in dalich <laughs> Now, when I pass away, I leave two sons looking at my estate, and they say, mm-hmm, "Which one is yours? Which one is mine?" The, the division begins. No, in joint heirship, everything is given to one person, who is Christ. Yeah. So God realized, you know, I can't divide this thing amongst the people. I give it all to Christ. Now when you take Christ, you take all the inheritance. It is not divided. (laughs) It is not divided. The word joint heir means you have received the portion of the firstborn. Not, not uh, me, I'm the youngest, yeah, I got the list of the land. No, you get the lion's share. God has made us joint heirs with Christ. Double portion. Hmm. I must close this sermon, otherwise... Okay. Now, I want you to now understand <laughs> why Philippians 3 is written. And I close. Philippians 3. And verse 4. Now there are two realities in the earth. I close Philippians 3 4. Give me a moment before you read. There are two realities. One is called Christ, the other is called the flesh. Somebody say amen if you caught that. There are two realities in the earth the Christ reality and the flesh reality. Flesh is what the senses perceive and what your humanity can, can, can create and what can be done in the power of your own hand. It is secondary. It is small. Christ is vast, unlimited, and is the reality beyond being and likeness and all stuff. There are two realities now. Look, Paul is writing, yeah, and I always say, Philippians is written in the last third of his life. This is him beginning to wind up and and pull everything together. He's saying, although I also might have confidence in the flesh. He's saying, when I check my pedigree, when I check who my dad was, when I check my education, I am okay. Yeah? I can put confidence in the flesh. If anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. In fact, he's saying, I disqualify more most of you. I outpace you. And then he gives you samples. Let's continue. He says, continue, verse 5. Oh, I hope I didn't give give you just verse 4. Okay, verse 5. Circumcised on the eighth day. All of the stock of Israel. All of the tribe of Benjamin. A Hebrew of Hebrews. He said, amongst the Hebrews, when you distill, there are those that come up at the top. I am that. Hmm? Concerning the law, a Pharisee. Meaning, these guys would read until their eyes go purple. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Concerning righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. Mm-hmm. Continue. Next verse. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. My, my projection team is coming. My projection. Day. They are my second part of the sermon. Circumcised on the continue, continue. Circumcised on the eighth day of stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin. Okay. Verse 6. Concerning zeal persecuting the church, concerning righteousness of the law, blameless. Seven. But what things were gained to me? These I have counted loss. For that other thing that I've been preaching about from the time I started. When I compare, I have earthly merit. But in these last days of my apostolic ministry, I am coming to a conclusion that actually those things cause loss because they block your eyes and you think you have arrived. He says, I count them all loss. When I put them in the account, when I'm drawing my accounts, I put them on the loss side of the account. On this side, there's one item. It is called Christ. (laughs) Profit and loss account. Hmm? Now I tell you guys, I can stand here in front of you and boast. I'm born of the stock of Uganda. Sauda Wadicho is my is my, uh, uh, grandfather he was the first Ugandan to drive <laughs> Come on Come on <laughs> My great 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 grandfather invited the missionaries from England to come to to Uganda hmm. <laughs> Hey you j- My uncle was the first president of Uganda. <laughs> My mother walked through palaces. But you see, <laughs> Paul <laughs> puts that all on Losa account. <laughs> Loss. I need to wrap this sermon up. All these things were gained to me. I have counted them lost. To find this thing which makes you, sustains you, are created in it, through it, by it, and for it. And it is called Christ. You cannot add him to your list. You must select all the others, delete them, and install him. It's one of those things like in computer when you have to delete all things and start from scratch. Reset. Let's continue to the next verse. He says, Yet indeed I count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of this dynamic, this reality, this truth. Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. That's why we are losing our marriages, we are losing our children, we are losing our money, we are losing our health, we are losing our minds because we are chasing after them and they ha- have no reality in themselves. It's like pulling ice out of that fridge and putting it in your pocket and think, oh bless the Lord I got ice. You fool. <laughs> ice. You enter the fridge you don't get ice out of the fridge yeah okay let's continue and finish this i count them as rubbish that i may gain christ and this is where the problem is oh pastor i just got a nine to five i can't do jesus I'm too busy. You are. You are too busy for Christ. See, what we are trying to design the discipleship program is, is not sermons or lectures. We want to find Christ and install him on our hard disk. And learn how to play. You know, you can install a program and not click the the, 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 <laughs> the button to run it. This <laughs> is what most believers are. They have installed Jesus. But they don't know how to run the program. You know? So how come them as rubbish? That I'm again Christ. Let me let me show you the rest. Uh-huh. Next verse. To be found in him. Not him in me. Christ in you, the Bible says is the hope of glory. Glory hasn't come, It's still in the future. Christ in you doesn't cut it. You must be found in him. Found. If anybody is looking for me, open Jesus, I am in there. (laughs) He's not just in me. Most people took Jesus and made him an accessory in their own life. He's an appendage. We drag him around, we suffocate him, we frustrate him. But Paul is saying, I want to be found in him. And look at when you find him, this is what happens. Not having my own righteousness. You seek to now, oh, what does the Bible actually say? Exactly, How much of that do I have to do? Can I drink a little? Is that three liters or one, one, one milliliter of alcohol? Which You begin to look for the law. You're trying to quantify God and you quantify righteousness. Uh, 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 but when you are in Christ, the law is non-existent. Remember when man was created, he did not drop with a book. Because he was in Christ. He doesn't need, we reduce Christianity to instructions. And how many of you, when you buy stuff, you'll sit down and read all the instructions? Instructions are dead and boring. Usually just throw away the manual. I want something that works organically out of my life these laws and regulations thank god that the bible puts them there just as a reference while you are trying to get into christ otherwise you will be in trouble but you need to get into christ walk into this lifestyle where we discover that original dynamic not having a righteousness which is from the law but that which comes from this miracle called faith christ That eternal miracle connects to faith in man. It's the only way to download him. It's the only Wi-Fi that works. You cannot receive Christ through study. It is by grace through faith. By grace through faith. There is no graduation day, hey, finally I found Christ because I studied enough. No, there is a miracle called faith. Faith, 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 faith. The substance of things hopeful, being persuaded of invisible realities, becoming able to to touch the intangible and see the invisible. Faith is something amazing and God installed it in every heart. But for most people, it goes into dormant death. And you begin to do Christianity. You come to church. You clap your hands. You say, "I don't even know whether I'll come next week." Ah, these things—they take my time. Now they want our money. Once you once you are talking, once you are thinking like that, you are a Christian, and that's the problem. Christianity is is a word which was invented in Acts. <laughs> it was not. It was not there from the beginning. God never called us to be Christianity. He called us to walk as Christ himself. And so when church confuses you, you are most probably, you've lost touch with faith. And you have got caught into the religion of born-again believers, clapping, tithing, falling on the floor, and getting up more broke than when you first fell. (laughs) But when you find faith... Oh, substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. Things begin to unfold. Oh my days, I don't even have time. I need to close this sermon. Listen. But But that which is through faith in Christ. Next, the righteousness which is, continue verse 10, the righteousness which is from God by faith. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his sufferings. Being conformed to his death. Continue. 11. I'm about to close guys. Being conformed to this. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Let me even close this. Let me tell you. When you step into Christ. Everything that happened to him happens to you your accounts are fused because you're a joint heir when you go to the pin code you don't enter yours you enter Jesus pin code and his account opens up and you draw from his account not yours that's why he said whatever you ask for in my name you will receive why because i already have it it's mine now you're asking us, me. So you log into the account using his password. Healing download. Breakthrough download. Protection download. Guidance download. God has given all things to one person. What's his name? He doesn't know Lincoln Saruanga. There is no account in heaven with my that's a good one by the way because i think i've preached myself there's an account in heaven uh, with your name on it Uh, there is no account in heaven with your name on it (laughs) there is one account in heaven and it's in the name of jesus christ God has given him all things. When you show up in his identity, in his mind, all that is his is yours. Stand to your feet, God's people. Clap your hands if you received something from God. Now, so Pastor Derek, Pastor Bernard, Pastor Grace, Pastor Rachel, Pastor Fiona, wherever you are, Pastor Tony, Pastor Betty, this is our challenge. You see, when I was conceiving, when we were conceiving Equus uh, Discipleship and then LCF Discipleship, I thought there is a t- there is a curriculum. Which curriculum? Jesus is the curriculum. Curriculum. It is Him. Believers, why are believers falling away from Christ? Left, right, and center. From Christianity (laughs) you can't actually fall away from Christ when you find him you'll be drunk for life you'll be finished forever you'll be spoiled for everything what we fall away from is Christianity because it's dead and boring it's a religion it's full of norms and effort try harder try harder no 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 then they say no no it's your grandfather's sins and then you go to grand- my grandfather's sins. I co- you confess them all. And after you finish, you are even more broke than the, when you began. No, it's generational curses. So you begin to I bind. I bind. After you've bound, you are still as bound as before. Because we are trying to find shortcuts to this thing. There is no shortcut, my friend. There's no shortcut. We must push into who he is and look into his face. And I can't promise you here on Sunday that it's going to be possible. We've done it. We've done preaching monies and testimonies and we need a process which is structured and organized and orderly and ongoing. Somebody said, Pastor, 12 months is too much. I tell you my friend, it will take eternity. <laughs> 12 months? You think 12 months is too much? You think 12 months is too much to find him? Paul is saying, I suffer. I count all things as loss. My job is a loss. My plans are a loss. Lift up your hands, God's people. Let's surrender to this. I beg you, Liberty Christian Fellowship, let us not kill this. Because if we kill this, there is nothing else. You hmm? see, so when you go to a doctor and they tell you, I've given you all medicines. If this one doesn't work, <laughs> I am done. <laughs> and so are you. <laughs> My friends, this moment should not pass us by. We shouldn't make a mess of this as well. Huh? So if you signed up, complete the sign up. We are starting Tuesday. Make time. Change your diary. Oh, that's when I follow my series on Netflix. Come on. Come on. Change everything. Let us suffer. Let us count all things as loss compared to this. Do you know knowing you, Jesus? Do you know how to play that, um, Andrew? Knowing you, Jesus. Knowing you there is no greater thing you probably bring it down a little I normally pitch it a little higher than it should be you see You see, you see friends can you find that on projection all I once held dear build my hopes upon and you see even now, I, I feel the pressure. I said, Pastor Lincoln, close the service. People want to go for lunch. Which lunch? Ah, let's finish this. <laughs> All I want is help, dear. You guys know this song. Thank you, Jesus. Projection, once you are ready, we, can, we are ready. Let's sing the song and find the meaning now deeper than before. Find the verse. Do you find the verse? Can you find verse one for us? All I once held dear, mm-hmm. all I once held dear, build my wife. Oh, this world. All this wood, and to All I, I want. want Verse is the second verse of this. Now, my heart is to know you, be found in him, to to be found in you, and know. Christ nothing belongs to you by creation by purpose by inheritance all things belong to Christ so we are saying yes to him allowing him to be Lord Jesus make us disappear make us disappear from the picture we are so conscious of our human needs we attend to our needs We're constantly trying to self-identify, me, 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 what I prefer, what I want. No, 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 it's about you, it's about you, what you prefer, what you want. You are the the meaning of, of creation, you are the meaning of reality. Therefore, we dismantle me so that we may assemble you. We dismantle me. Me, my desires, my preferences, my ups, my downs, my my preferences. God, we dismantle me that we may assemble you. We demote me that we may promote you. We dethrone me that we may enthrone you. Forgive us, Jesus, for making us the center of the universe. Forgive us for mistaking our desires to be your agenda. Rather, your desires must become our agenda because our desires are found in you. Bigger than even we think and and can imagine. Therefore, we repent today. We repent of our stubbornness and our rebellion and our exhaustion and our being trapped in our own human agendas. Lift us up. There are people here who are at war. With each other, you're at war with somebody in your family, in your network, and the battle has become red hot because it's all about you and your opinion. And no, 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 I've got to defend myself. Jesus is saying, Surrender, surrender, pull out of that war, pull out of that war, turn it over to Christ, turn it over to him, make him the focus, make him the point. God is saying to somebody here if you would uh, put your hand in mine I will give you seven houses I just heard that, I saw that God is saying I will make you a steward of seven houses, seven. seven and you may be somebody here who is into property business or thinking of that whole world of investing in property and you think you have set goals and God is saying you, you are joking your goals are nothing compared the Christ goals that will be expressed through the image and likeness of God that he created you to be in the first beginning. Diseases can die, organs can be recreated, blind eyes can open, the lame can walk. God can make us new again. But these things are not in us, they are in Christ. We enter the fridge, we don't remove the ice enter the fridge Jesus we say yes we say yes we say yes to the invitation to pursue you to be you to represent you to speak as you make us all these things come on come on come on says the Lord come on says the Lord come on says the Lord will you give me the opportunity To display to the world they have seen nothing else. Liberty Christian Fellowship. Will you be a model of what it looks like to discover Christianity as it was meant to be and to move away from mere religion and services and worship songs and step into the reality of Christ and pursue Him and chase after Him Yes, Lord, we say yes as a house. We say yes as a house. We say yes as a house. Take us, take us by the hand. Move us into this reality. In the name of Jesus, we count all things lost for the surpassing one, the pursuit and knowledge of Jesus. And God's people say, Amen.